You are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You are listening to Beyond the SIG, a prescription for transformative pharmacy care. Season two of Beyond the SIG is supported by the Pennsylvania Department of Health in partnership with the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Funding was provided through the Preventative Health and Health Services Block Grant from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The contents of this podcast are solely the responsibility of the presenters and do not necessarily represent the official views of the Pennsylvania Department of Health or the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association's podcast, Beyond the SIG, is a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the SIG, giving a shot about diabetes. My name is Dr. Isabel Litvak, and joining me is my co-host, Dr. Rachel Hay. Hey, Rachel. Hi, how's it going? Pretty good. It's uh, the thick of it in the residency right now, and I thought maybe we could share a little bit about our research projects, since that's something that we're really working on a lot. Um, January, February, March, it's kind of the big spot for us. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely relate about being in the thick of it right now. Um, I'm just trying to work on my poster right now for the APHA annual conference. Absolutely, me too. Um, we're working on that through top tier, and that's just a program that helps a lot of residents figure out their research and helps them give them guidance and feedback. So I'm also working on my poster for APHA, and um, my poster is actually evaluating how pharmacists perceive um, how they're able to provide counseling in terms of lifestyle modifications for in their pharmacies and through their workflow. And so I'm creating a survey, and after that, the participants will be able to um, sign up for an interview as well just to gather more information from them. What are you working on? Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that that was what you were doing. Um, so mine is also kind of a survey. I'll be screening for um, poorly controlled asthma and as well as potentially undiagnosed asthma in um, elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools in underserved Pittsburgh communities. So I'm pretty excited. We're getting some results in and kind of compiling it and doing an analysis right now. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. Rachel, oh my God, I had no idea. That's so cool that you get to do like research with children. I didn't even know that that was a possibility for us. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty excited when they presented this idea. I knew right away that this was what I wanted to do. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thanks. I'm happy for you. I'm excited to see your research. I'm really excited to see the results. Um, I also have a grant, so I'm able to incentivize for the survey and the interview, which hopefully means I'll get some more participation. Yes, incentives are definitely key for that. (laughs) That's awesome. Congrats on your grant. Thank you. Shout out to the PPA Foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, speaking, I did talk about top tier. So speaking of top tier, we have a bunch of residents on there. And one is a good friend of mine who will be joining us on the podcast today. Um, We'll have today Dr. Michelle Coverman, who's a PGY1 community resident with University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy and Rite Aid. She's interested in expanding clinical services in the community setting, and her passions include chronic disease state management in both ambulatory and community settings in hopes of one day practicing in the community providing disease state management with collaborative practice agreements. Michelle, we are so excited to have you today. 
I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You guys are both really good friends of mine, and I'm just excited to talk today about some diabetes and just kind of hang out today. Yes, we are so excited to have you. I feel like you bring the best energy and you have a lot of experience with DSMES, and I feel like us as residents can all relate to what you're doing and kind of what we're doing as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'll just jump right into it then. How did you get started with DSMES? Did you have any kind of trainings when you first started residency? And how were you, um, I guess, like incorporated into what the site was already doing? Yeah, so first I'll just backtrack a little bit. I did not even know what DSMES was before starting residency. Um, and it was something I found out through just program searching and I just fell in love with the idea of being able to participate in something like this because I've been impacted with diabetes in my family um, and always trying to encourage lifestyle modifications for your family members can be some of the hardest conversations you ever have. Um, and just something for me that I want to prevent, you know, developing diabetes in the future. And so being able to take what I learned to bring to other patients. And I just really love how everything is patient specific. No appointment looks the exact same. And it's really about the goals of what the patient has. And so that's like really why I love it so much. Um, so yes, I did get started with it at first with the PGY1 program. I got jumped into it right away, started doing um, the required learning um, to be a diabetes educator. So for that, you have to do 15 hours of continuing education on a yearly basis um, that you submit that is related to diabetes. It could be immunizations, it could be nutrition, um, lifestyle, medication adherence, or different new medications that are coming out. So it's really just surrounding that. And after that, you submit those hours and you're able to be a diabetes educator if you have an accredited, accredited site for DSMES, which at Rite Aid, we do have three accredited sites. Um, and the home location is at my store um, in Shaler in Pittsburgh. So um, it's a very kind of like independent small feel. Everyone kind of knows each other. Um, so it's really nice to be able to see patients in a different area as well as not just picking up their prescriptions, but talking about what's going on in their lives um, and really just focusing on their goals for medication management, lifestyle, diet, nutrition, et cetera. Wow, that was a handful. Thank you for explaining all was. that. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that you had like training before you went into it, which is nice because I I also, I really had no idea about DSMES when I was in school, even as an Abby. And when I was interviewing, that was a big part of why I like the program that I'm in right now as well, because Dr. Nicole Pizzino is like, diabetes is her bread and butter. So um, I think it's really cool to see that we were exposed to it as residents. How about you, Rachel? Yeah, so same with you guys. I actually had never heard of diabetes, self-management and education, but once I started my residency, that's when I was kind of introduced to it. And same with you, Michelle, I definitely kind of fell in love with the idea of being able to help people get their diabetes on track. So yeah, um, I guess kind of another question going off of that. Um, so how are you involved with the classes? Like, are you leading them? Are you 
precepting Appy students? Are you working with um, other healthcare professionals? What does that kind of look like? Well, in short, all of the above. Um, <laughs> but yes, we really do run it as kind of a residency-led program um, because for the DSMES like classes, you really have to attend about six to eight goal-oriented sessions for each patient. And then after that, the follow-up, they kind of complete the course if they need to, um, but we let it as follow-up as needed per the patient. Um, so I'm really the main contact person for DSMES um, at Rite Aid in Pittsburgh. And so we get referrals in different ways. We have referrals sent from um, the patients themselves um, through patients who knew preceptors from the past, um, who knew the program and, you know, they know family, friends or things like that, that are interested in getting, you know, DSMES. Um, and then we also have a um, physician's office in Washington, Pennsylvania, where I go to a site down there that's about 45 minutes away where we get pretty steady physician referrals for an endocrinology clinic. Um, and I utilize my API students a lot with DSMES. So um, a lot of it is the show me, teach me, and then you do it yourself. So I will bring a student with me um, and they kind of observe the DSMES appointment and get to learn about what the patient's goals are and um, assess what they want to do at their next visit. And I try to get that within their rotation. And so that way we can have a follow-up with the same patient. Um, so they're seeing continuity of care in a community setting. Um, and also we are sending many soap notes um, after each session to that provider that referred the patient to us. Um, I can make medication recommendations as well. So I have made a few of those along the way this year that um, have made very positive impacts for the patients and DSMES. Um, and yeah, so basically, yeah, in short, all the above, but this Appy students really do enjoy this. And I love being able to expose them to DSMES because that wasn't an opportunity that I had as a student. And so being able to see something different in the community setting, I think is really special um, and can be very empowering. I definitely agree. I think our Appy students with DSMES and DPP, like they're really excited. And I like how you said that method of how you show them and then they do it themselves. Cause I feel like that's similar to what we do. I like showing them at least like one class and how that runs and then having them take on something of their own and like prepping for it and everything, taking that extra time, but then sitting next to them and as they lead the, the class or the session themselves. And I think that gives them great autonomy and like they're making a difference too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so Michelle, you had kind of talked about um, all the different ways that you receive referrals, which is awesome. Um, kind of going off of that, I guess, what what's the typical patient like that gets referred to you? Are these typically people who just got diagnosed with diabetes or people who have really uncontrolled diabetes or maybe just people who have questions, like what, what does that typically look like? Yeah, I, I mean, it's really everything, um, but for the most part, I would say majority are newly diagnosed patients who are seeking um, lifestyle, nutrition, diet types of um, advice or like what they need to do, what is diabetes? I don't know what this is, like, am I gonna die? Am I gonna be okay? 
they a lot of patients I see they really want structure like they want you to tell them what to eat they want you to tell them this is how much you need to exercise um, and they really want structure but this is about the patient and taking their goals and making them happen and us just assisting them and providing them the tools to be able to accomplish those goals and that's what I really like about DSMES is that um, it's really up to the patient if they want to participate in the program or not um, and I think like for the patients who are newly diagnosed, it's very powerful for them to be able to understand the disease state and um, be able to make these implementations to their lives. And then I think also for patients that I've seen who have had uncontrolled diabetes for a very long time, and you know, and one of the um, standards, you have to talk about the complications of diabetes. Um, and so even going into that and talking about this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.